Welcome to the Real Life Girl Talk podcast with your founder and host, Sarah Thomas, and her beautiful co-hosts, Rebecca Mars, Sarah Williams, and Renal Kello. Sarah and the girls will be sharing their experiences, perspectives, and true thoughts on the ups and downs of real life, love, wellness, womanhood, and everything in between. We want you to know that it's not always easy out there, but we can promise you that you're never alone. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, welcome back to Real Life Girl Talk. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited Renell is here. Say hello. Hello, hello. We have on the beautiful Renell Kello. If you're new here, Renell is out in Houston, Texas. Um, Renell does all the things. Please tune in to past episodes with Renell if you want to know more about her. But I'm so glad you guys are here. I hope you guys are all having a great January. I feel like for me personally, it is off to the freaking races this year. I mean, like there has been no, I don't even, I, I'm drowning slightly over here. What about you? Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe we're in the middle of January already. Yeah. Your your daughter had a birthday yesterday. Yeah, Sage turned five. Holy moly. I don't even know. You know, you always get sentimental on birthdays, right? Like, you bring back all the feels. You look back on all the pictures. All the birthday memories popped up. So, um, what'd you guys do? Well, so Sage's birthday party got postponed. Um, we're having a, there's a place called The Farm um, up near our house. And it's like this super cute little place where you can feed the cows and the horses and the goats. And um, we're going to do pony rides and all her little buddies are coming. And cute. that got postponed like five days before because her classroom shut down for COVID exposure. So that's rescheduled for the end of January. but we made the best of it. Sage tested negative. Um, she's fine. We're all fine. And so we went to Rainforest Cafe for her birthday. Um, and then we went to a, um, Scott's been really wanting to take her to a girls basketball game so she could like watch girls play sports. Cause we've done, you know, other sports like baseball and things like that. Um, she's never seen girls play. So it's been like very high on his list. So Ugh. we took her it was like five bucks a ticket and the place Great. was like practically empty and she loved she stayed the whole time you know we we're like do you want to go early like leave uh, early and she was like no let's stay she was there. So was yeah fun. she's there for it yeah that was fun <laughs> but it's so funny because after um you know we're like halfway through the game and you know we're like do you like it and she's like yeah it's awesome and she's like I'm gonna be a cheerleader when I grow up <laughs> and I was oh like, my god I was like hey girl that's fine I was a cheerleader in high school I get it so I think she spent more time watching the cheerleaders than the girls playing basketball but um hey. she had fun so but you've already done a great job of getting her involved I mean she's been in swimming lessons I see her in her little ballet her little dance um recitals I just told my girls that um, I'm going to look for some type of like gymnastics or dance. They kind of, they're saying they want to do both. They want to do gymnastics and they want to do dance. So if I can find something that incorporates both, a little class for them. So listeners, Renell has twins. <laughs> Twin girls. So mine are just about a year 
older um, than yours, than Sage, because um, there's this April 2nd. So it's coming up in a couple months, they'll be six. Uh, oh my God, that's crazy. Um, so this kind of leads into what we are here for today. Um, Rinal and I, you know, we were thinking about topics and things to discuss and we landed on raising girls and kind of what that looks like to both of us. Um, I think that we do some things differently. Like she just said, I have Sage in a few activities already, but there's reasons why I and I'll get into that later, but, um, you know, so we kind of just want to talk about what it's like in 2022, raising girls, um, raising kids in general, but girls on top of that is a whole added element. So, um, you know, you have two, so I can't even really wrap my mind around that. So <laughs> like, obviously we can take this conversation in a number of different directions, but kind of to start, um, which I know, was kind of the first thing that popped into your brain, um, which was when you think of young girls, um, you know, how are you raising them to look at their bodies and themselves and et cetera? Yeah. Um, well, if you've listened to my story in previous podcasts, I've touched a little bit on uh, my background and my history and my struggles. And for as long as I can remember, I um, dealt with insecurities and not being happy in my skin. Um, for years, it led to depression, anxiety, eating disorders, all the things, counseling, a lot of heartache with my mom. I, I saw how hurt my mom was for years to see me going through that. And um, I just would never wish that upon my daughters. And so, yeah, I mean, my mindset is whatever I can do now, starting at a young age to um, let them know how beautiful they are and that their worth is not in their physical appearance. And they, you know, they don't need approval from anyone, you know, and, and that's not where their, their value, their validity lies. It's not where their, um, their happy, their true happiness comes from. Um, you know, so, and I know that you, I've seen you do those like self affirmations with Sage, which I think is so cute. And I started doing that with my girls. I need to get more consistent with it, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what I would do if, if one or both fell into that trap that um, I yeah. fell into. It you know, like heartbreaking. with Sage, um, you know, we don't really do that as much anymore. When she was really teeny tiny, it was so cute yeah. say that, you know, um, and it's so funny that you bring that up because thinking of all this stuff, when we decided this was going to be our topic, I started thinking, right. Um, and ever since stage could speak, like I always would say, like, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. You are beautiful. Like, know that, say that, say it out loud and really know it. Um, and I know that this is like a fine line, right? I like, I read all this stuff where some moms are like, you know, don't ever say that. Don't ever like even speak on physical appearance, like get that in their brain. But I remember 
the little affirmation I had Sage saying when she was like two was I am beautiful. I am strong. I am smart. Something like that. Um, yeah, and, and I am brave or something. I am brave. Yeah. Um, and I remember she went up to my mother-in-law and she was like two, she was just like learning how to speak. Really. She was like, I am beautiful. And then my mother-in-law told me later, like laughed about it. Like, you know, I thought that was kind of funny. And I was like, no, I teach her to say that. I want her to say that. It's not something to be ashamed of. It's not something you shouldn't be embarrassed by. It's okay to know that she is beautiful. Like that's not a bad, that's not, it's not, it's good. And, and not a negative thing. How many of us though, like look as adults, look in the mirror and say like, I am good looking. I am beautiful. You know, like we don't do that. And I want Sage to do that. I want her to feel that in her, that she is. And like, it feels good to feel good and to take care of yourself. And, you know, like I see her, she gets dressed in the morning. She looks in the mirror and she's like, yes, this is it. She's like, this has a good outfit. And I'm like, yeah, girl, it is a good outfit. <laughs> like, so cute. <laughs> I just remember though my mother-in-law was like, I can't believe she said that. And I was like, wait, yes, mm-hmm. I'm working on that. Yeah. I, I am. No mom. <laughs> you know? Um, I think she was just taken aback by it. But um, the only, the affirmation that we have been saying now is, well, like we mess with my husband and we like get really loud and we're like, I am woman, hear me more. <laughs> and she like screams and she thinks it's so funny. Um, but yeah, the physical appearance stuff is, it's a fine line, right? Um, you know, and, and, I, and I always tell her too, right? Like everyone is beautiful. Like, yes, you are beautiful, but so is everyone else. Mm -hmm. Every person is beautiful. So I want you to think that and know that about yourself every day, but also know that you are not better than anybody else. Physical appearance is irrelevant. You know, I mean, it's how you treat people and respect people and show up for yourself has nothing to do with what somebody else looks like and how they're taking care of themselves and presenting themselves. So it's a fine line. It's hard to walk that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had three sisters and I totally fell into that comparison trap Um, with them. I definitely, I was the one sister that looked nothing like the other three. And I wondered with them being twins, if there's going to be when they get older, any kind of comparison, or is one going to be the quote unquote popular one or the prettier one? And what is that going to do to the other? So Lord Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of conversations. Yeah. And you know, like thinking about the food, um, how you brought that up, obviously that's on every parent's mind, right? I mean, that's such a scary it just is. And especially with girls and not only girls, but especially girls. Um, and so I have a very good relationship with my mom. My mom walked this very, very thin line my whole life of an enforcer, um, and to be taken seriously, also kind of scared of my mom, but also my best friend, never afraid to tell her anything, told her everything, didn't get in trouble for stuff that maybe other kids got in trouble for, but that's because we had an open line of communication. Um, so, but going back to this, my mom, when I was growing up, 
I was always told, finish your plate, finish your plate, then you can get up, finish your plate, no matter what. So I have this like ingrained in my adult brain. Um, and it's not, she didn't mean anything by it. That was just what she wanted me to do. Finish my food. Don't ask for snacks later. You eat now. We didn't have a lot of money when I was little. So that was what we had to do. Um, and so as an adult, I have this issue where I have to, I eat all my food. I always do. So I've learned to put smaller portions on my plate and get more if I want more. Um, but I rarely can walk away from my plate with food on it. Um, but with Sage, Scott and I have agreed very early on, you eat what you want, try everything. Um, if you if, if you don't want to eat it all, don't eat it all. It's okay. Like that, that to us is not, I don't want that in her brain. Now it's burnt us many times because she walks, she eats three bites and then she's like, can I have dessert? And we're like, no, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> not, it. <laughs> not it. Yeah. How do you handle that? Yeah, I, um, I'm the same. I, I, for example, we fell into this last night with dinner. Um, I, I don't make them clean their plates. I absolutely would not enforce that. I do know my kids well enough to know how much food they can eat. And I know these girls eat like horses and I know what they're capable of. So, um, I look at it like you need to get the nutrients. And so if they're like, I'm done, then I'll say you need to eat at least three more bites of vegetables or two more bites of that chicken, because I know you need your protein. And I talk about that. I say, I talk about, I'm, I want you to eat this chicken because it has vitamins that you need. It's protein that you need. It's good for your brain. It's going to make you smart or eat two more bites of these vegetables because why? Because they have the vitamins and, you know, and so they know. So I'm like, I know you're capable of a few more bites. Let's do the important yes. food. And if you do that, then maybe we'll talk dessert. So <laughs> we do that too. Um, and I never grew up around that. Like neither did I, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like hot dogs and canned corn and, <laughs> you know, beanie weenies yeah. and, <laughs> You know, my mom is a health conscious person. She always did workout classes and always was, you know, but I think, I think it goes back to, we just didn't have a lot of money. So we just ate food like that. Um, but Scott and I are always telling her, you know, like, this is your protein. It's going to make you strong. It's going to help you grow. You have to eat, you know, your avocado It's good for your brain. So you can be, we like try and explain yeah. this stuff to her. And I hope that I'm excited for her to grow up around that and to like truly understand what food is. I didn't know that till I was an adult. So I think that's very cool of us and a very fun time to parent, you know, hopefully right. they can learn a lot. I mean, imagine having that information growing up. Oh, I know my they're five and they will come to me and say, mom, I'm going to go get a healthy snack and they'll go grab an apple on their yes. own or carrots. Yes. Like, man, we're doing something right. Huh? <laughs> and that's also why I don't push it with Sage too much because some days she'll eat vegetables for like five days in a row. It's all she wants. You know, she goes like crazy over it. And then she'll go like, you know, a week without hardly touching her greens or whatever. And I'm like, I know it'll come back around again. So, you know, to try it. Yes. Maybe you just didn't like how I cooked it, whatever. That's fine. Like, so, you know, and she's very um, brave with trying food. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, but anyways, 
So what else? Uh, I think this will be interesting. How do you, okay, we have girls. Sage is getting so freaking sassy. sassy. Do you have, is, are they equally sassy or is one more sassy than the other? Uh, one's more sassy than the other. Which one? <laughs> My sweet Ireland. She's so sweet, but that girl can be sassy. <laughs> yes. And Finley is more of the stubborn. Ah. She's hard headed, stubborn. Um, Ireland is, and too smart for her own good. Finley's very smart. I think that's, she has so much going on in her brain. You can see it on her face. She's thinking. And then Ireland is so sweet. Just the people pleaser, mommy pleasing rule follower. But when she gets in a mood, she's sassy. Oh, we've been. Safe. They feed off each other. Oh, I bet they do. I don't even. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Two is bless you. Bless you. <laughs> Scott and I have been dealing with it the last, like, I'd say the last, like, 10 days have been really strong with her mm. questioning it, you know, like, and it's not, it's not like a pure questioning things. It's like, why, why do you want me to do that? Mm. Why do I want you to put your shoes on so we can freaking go? Let's yeah. go. Put your freaking shoes on. <laughs> why? Why would I do that for you? And I'm like, oh, Lord. Oh. So how do you handle it? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not very good with the gentle parenting, Sarah. <laughs> I, sometimes I yell. I don't care. So, I mean, my, my patience runs, runs thin. We're busy. I mean, we're busy. I, I you know, and, you know, when I'm parenting, <laughs> probably other mothers are like, it's all about the children and, and whatever, but I'm like, no, what about me too? Okay. Because my feelings count too. And so if they get mad and they're like, well, woe is me. And well, I'm like, well, what about me? You know, what about my, what about my feelings? Do my feelings not count? I mean, I'm being responsible. I'm respecting you and I'm hearing you out that you're upset, but I'm upset too. I have a right to be upset too. Let's talk this. Let's talk this out. I mean, yesterday Ireland yelled at me because she wanted to order pizza. And I said, um, we have pizza here. I don't have the money for that. And she yelled at me that you're the adult, you have the money. And it turned into this sassafras argument, you know, and I'll get right back in her face. Like, yes. You know nothing of my finances, child. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm the same way. And yeah, um, do, you, do you raise your voice? Bless you, gentle parents. Um, you. My child, I'll be honest. I sh I start out. I have my cool. I start out very we cool. All do. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like very kind. We talk it out a couple times, but by the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, tenth time of the same conversation within the same 10 minutes, I lose my shit and yeah. I just yeah. do. And she doesn't hear me until I lose my shit. So bless you, gentle parents, but she knows that, and there's a difference for me from when I'm just yelling because I'm yelling 
and when I freaking mean it and she knows and it, I saved that one that's very few and far between because I got to keep it in my back pocket for when things are really serious yeah but yeah I yell at her and I I get desperate too I like threaten to take stuff away you know like mm. you know no birthday party <laughs> like, yeah. you know stuff yeah. that it's not true, but, um, I think she believes it. And, um, that's just what we do. And Scott's very calm. I don't know how, you, how your husband handles it, but he, he really is very calm until she says something to me about me. Like, what'd she say the other day? She said something that was like, so rude to me like kind of like that like about you have the money like something like that yeah it's respectful it was something and Scott out of the other room was like hey you respect your mother and I was like yeah that's good for Scott I need to tell Chris needs to work on (laughs) (laughs) he he is the more patient yeah he has more patient I go from zero to ten like way quicker than than he does but I we're the we're the moms and I feel like we we carry a lot more on our shoulders and in our brains our brains are constantly on everything at all times and it's a lot I was just telling Scott last night like we moved out here in April and usually every I mean last April yeah so usually every off season in the winter Scott and I go on a vacation for like two or three nights every winter since Sage has been born we have always done that um and this year we didn't because we don't have any family to watch Sage here for a whole weekend or whatever so um last night I was like damn I'm tired and I am my brain is tired and now I know why like I didn't get that full we have date nights here and there and you know whatnot but like I haven't had that full break in over a year now. And for me, I need a few days off to come back. Yeah. Recharge kind of, I, I agree. Um, And I think it's good for us as parents. I think it's good for the kids too, Absolutely. you know, to kind of have some space and I'm very fortunate. I have my mother-in-law um, is really good about taking our girls for like one night, usually it's Friday night, one night a week. But I sometimes feel like that's still not enough. I mean, we work full time. We have the two businesses. So we, Friday's a full work day. We get, usually we're in bed earlier Friday night because we don't have the kids. And then we get up Saturday and we have to work Saturday. We work the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. So I still feel like that (laughs) <laughs> no you need break, to leave. that break yeah. is not yeah I need to I need to have like pleasurable yeah kid free well and like leaving the home is yeah. such a big deal it gives you yeah. a break of the laundry and the dishes and the day-to-day stuff that you don't even like realize until you're actually away from it for a couple of days without your child without your children I'm not talking about family vacation because that ain't it like yeah you know you have to get away from everything <laughs> and just like sit and have a drink in the middle of the day multiple yeah. days in the middle of the day and like mm-hmm. no responsibility for like two whole days that's necessary um back to the girls so yeah. what other um 
ways are you trying to parent your girls? Um, when, yeah, when we, when we decided this topic the other day, I was thinking about that. And, um, when my girls get older and they're talking about me, what do I want them to say about their mom? Because this is, this is something that I kind of beat myself up about is that I don't spend a whole lot of like memory making time with my kids right now it's just we're trying to get two businesses off the ground we're just we're busy and maybe to some of you that's not an excuse but we're not taking these trips to the zoo and doing all these let's go to the pumpkin patch and let's do all these um memory making things like day-to-day things. I mean, we go and take our annual beach trip and we take our annual deer lease <laughs> hunting yeah. trip or whatever, but, um, you know, we haven't gone to Disney world and yada, yada, but that's not as important to me as when they grow up, they know that my mom instilled in me these things. My mom made me the person that I am. I am strong because of her. I'm a kind human because of her, I'm teaching them life lessons. You know, I'm trying to not raise assholes. You know, I, I want them to be beautiful, you know, young women. And I want them to know that that started with me. So maybe, you know, they're not going to remember mom, always push me on the swing at the park. <laughs> well, you know, I know exactly what they're going to remember you as because what we all see you as you're hustle your ass off for your businesses. You're a fantastic wife. You take care of your husband. You take care of your personal health. You work out damn near every day. You make healthy eating a priority in your household. So those are all the things that they're going to see and remember. So And you know, that other stuff, like I will say on the flip side of that, I do try my best, my hardest to set aside from the day to days to go to the pumpkin patch. And, you know, like that is, and I only have one. Um, and I think we've talked about this stuff before, but the reason why I try so hard to do that kind of stuff is because Scott's not here most of the year. So when all these holidays happen, starting with Halloween and the fall activities, he is here. So I'm also doing it. So Sage can have these memories with Scott and me, like as a family, because we don't have the family dynamic most of the year. So I push it heavy. These, you know, November, December, January, I'm trying to do all the things like the best I can. And um, I've been that way with Scott before Sage was here. This was our time to do all the things <laughs> like, yeah. so, um, you know, that's kind of why I do that. And when it's just me and Sage in the day to day, most of the year, I don't have time for that stuff. I'm just trying to get by. You You're, know? Yeah. Yeah. Surviving. I'm, I'm not a crafty mom. I can't. I and My mom can do all the crafts. I can't. It's my anxiety. <laughs> I don't have time to sit. I don't have time to do, let's especially the painting. Oh, it's such a, it takes more time to get out all the paint stuff than it does to actually paint. Yeah. 
Sage had this craft box two days ago and, and we are all stuck together right now for two weeks while her school shut down. And like, it was the stupidest craft box. None of it made sense. None of it fit. None of it was easy. And I was literally doing the whole thing and it looked terrible. And she was just like, this isn't very good. And I was like, it's not, is it? It's not very good. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Screw these crafts. <laughs> So that's not me, but bless you moms out there that it is because I envy you. Yeah. You know, it's what so weird I, because I once was a teacher, so I have, it's just different. It is different. And that's what the grandparents are for, right? Like my mom does all the crafts. My um, dad's wife does all the crafts and all that fun stuff. So, and the baking and yes, because this mama don't bake. No, I don't either. They do all that on Friday night with grandma. Like that's nice. <laughs> um, the other thing I wanted to touch on was um Sage got real makeup, well, real kid makeup um for Christmas. And so did mine. I'm curious about how so you are the makeup queen. That's your shtick. Me, I am not. So Sage, this broke my heart. She's been doing her makeup at home and I love it and encourage it and you know, whatever, it's great. But we're getting ready to go out for her birthday. It's Rainforest Cafe. And I was getting ready and I didn't hear from her for like 30 minutes. So I was like, I wonder what she's doing. She's yeah. working on something. And <laughs> she came in and she tried so hard and she put so much work into it. And she had blue eyeshadow on and bright red lips and glitter. Oh. And I was like, oh, babe, it's inappropriate for you to go out and make up. And her little heart broke. I just saw it. And she kept her cool. She did. She didn't argue it. Oh, really? She was just like really sad. And I was like, Scott, you need to go talk to her because she's just so sad by this. <laughs> so what is your, when, what age? I don't even remember when I started wearing makeup. So what's your theory on this with little girls? Um, Definitely too young. I would have been standing with you on that one about not going out in public like that. I mean, the only thing maybe I would have given her is that it was a special occasion. It was her birthday, but on, but I'm the same way. And the, my girls got the makeup too. And they know that they don't touch that without my supervision. It goes, it gets put away. And when they want to do makeup, they ask, we get it out. You know, um, we do a little bit and then I let them do it and then we put it away and it's just for play, you know, like around the house. But they haven't asked you yet. They haven't. How come, how come you get to wear it out and I don't? They, they, yeah. And, and, you know, and maybe I've said it in conversations past that, you know, makeup is for adults, you know, and I say that with a lot of things, like they're most definitely not allowed to drink sodas. And their treat is a carbonated, is a sparkling water. They call that their soda because they kind of get that fizz. Yeah. Um, and, but she'll say, you know, I drink my energy drinks or whatever. And it's just that this is an adult drink. And when you get older, you can, you can have it, yeah. but not now. And they're pretty good about understanding their limitations on things because they're a kid. You know, they're like, yeah, mom, maybe, yeah, I can have that soda when I'm six. I'm like, shh. Sure, because that's so much older, you know. <laughs> Go back to yeah. that when you're six. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll circle back to that later. 
it was just so sad her little heart she worked so hard on it so did you have to did y'all wipe it off yeah and then you know what I gave her I said I said do you want to curl your hair and she got very excited and moved on and we curled her hair because I don't do that ever so yeah um and I didn't make you know I didn't yell at her or anything I just was like hey you know yeah when you're older you know she's like well why are you wearing I said well I'm older and I also said I said I know you're not going to want to hear this all the time I said but you don't need makeup I said, I know that's going to be so annoying for you to hear when you're a little bit older. I said, but yeah. I do, I'm old. I need a little yeah. bit of makeup to go out. <laughs> but Sweet. I was just kind of curious how, you know, because it's fun for you and I know they see you doing a lot of makeup and having fun with it. So I was just kind of curious what that conversation was like in your house. So not too bad yet. Yeah. Not too bad yet. Yeah. Anything else that sticks in your mind about raising girls in specific? In specific girls. I don't know, because I don't have boys. So I don't know if there's huge differences. Um, I just know I'm a strict mama. Me too. (laughs) And um, they have their daddy wrapped around their fingers. And Mm -hmm. that causes some... um, conflict kind of just or just some frustration sometimes minor I'm always the mean one because I'm setting boundaries or whatnot and he you know he just wants to be the fun loving dad and those are his little sweet girls so I'm like yes but (laughs) you know (laughs) and I'm okay with it and you know, it's just going to be that fine line when they get older of, I always want her to be able to talk to me and tell me things and be comfortable with that. Um, but I also still have to lay down the rules because if I don't do it, who will, you know, exactly. I think I scare my husband sometimes when I'm yelling. I do too. (laughs) My husband the other day was like, you okay. And I was like, yeah, why? He's like, you like yelled at the kids. And I was like, yeah, because the bus was in front of our house. I was like, get out that door, <laughs> you know, like just another day, just another day. What? Well, yeah. Yeah. Fine. You know. Well, I will say to everybody out there that's listening, if you're raising girls or boys, like you said, um, it ain't easy. It is by far has been my hardest challenge yet, without a doubt. And it's day in and day out and the parenting doesn't stop. That's the hardest part. You know, you let something slide because you're tired and it's like, oh, we're trying to raise good people. Mm-hmm. Gotta stay with it even when you're tired. Um, and even if it's the same conversation every single day for what feels like years on end, it's just what you have to do. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Not giving in. Yeah. Not giving in. Not giving in. Stick to your guns. It's going to eventually pay off in some way. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. So, you know, I just hope that our girls can be strong. And, you know, um, I know we're wrapping up here, but like I, I want Sage to be kind and polite, but I also want her to stand up for herself and know her worth and only take so much right so like when she complains about like this little kid at the gym that takes her toys well 
you know, you say a couple of times, like, no, I'm playing with it, or we can share or give some options, play with something else. But, you know, after a certain amount of time, you are a person. And if it's too much, you say, hey, that's enough. I'm playing with this. Yeah. Graham, you know, so like there is a line and I want her to know both sides of it. And I don't know. I'm trying my best. Yeah, I agree. Try my best to do that as an adult myself. (laughs) I know. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess. Let's see. Do you have, if you had one piece of advice to mothers of daughters, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) What would it be? Um, I think it would be at a young age to just start instilling in them some affirmations, you know, tell them they're smart, um, tell them they have a good heart, they are loved, um, and they are beautiful from the inside out, and start there, start start there, um, tell them they're kind, and, and really praise them when they, you know, when my girls do do a kind act of service or something like that I swoop right in and and acknowledge it praise that we want to we want to continue those kinds of uh, behaviors so I always tell my daughter every night when I took her in no matter what kind of day we had like I'm so proud of you and I am so proud of her it is not easy being teeny I tell her that all the time I know it's not I know you're being I know some days I nag her all day. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't. And I'm like, I'm tired of it too, hon. I don't want to be doing that too either, but I'm proud of you. You're doing good. You're getting it. You are, you're growing, you know? Yeah. So keep fighting the good fight moms, right? Amen. Take care yes. of yourself. Take care of yourself. I, it's still important. Um, to take care of yourself as well and to try to if you can uh each day do one thing that only fills your tank we we give a lot and it's not selfish because if we're not replenished then we can't be the best for our kids and and our families so if whatever that means take that five or ten minutes and fill your tank mamas and from the day they're born you have to start doing that for yourselves that's a whole nother episode that i know you and i will get into about yeah (laughs) as a mom but anyways everybody's doing a great job it's not easy it's okay if you lose your shit even if you are gentle parenting it's okay (laughs) to lose your shit sometimes and you can get back to it five minutes later it is okay so Mm -hmm. uh thanks for tuning in and uh let us know give us some feedback give us a rating send us a message if you have a topic you want us to discuss whatever let us know we love to hear from all of you and yeah some topic ideas for sure topic ideas that would be good but yeah all right guys have a good day and we'll talk to you soon have a good week bye guys bye